Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The gala begins for basketball teams across all levels of Montana starting tonight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. On the prep level, various district tournaments begin Thursday at the Class A, B, and C levels. The Southwestern A tournament kicks off in Dillon, while Shelby hosts the 1B event. The 2B district is in Glasgow, while 3B is in Colstrip, 4B is in Columbus, 5B is in Belgrade, 6B is in Florence, and 7B is in Big Fork. The 2C tournaments are in Sydney, while Wolf Point hosts 3C, Miles City hosts 4C, Red Lodge hosts 6C, and Great Falls High hosts 8C. The 9C tournament is in Haver, while the 10C district is in Conrad, 12C is at Butte Central, 13C is in Frenchtown, and 14C is in Ronan. At the college level, the Lady Grizz have a pivotal game against a rival at Dahlberg Arena. Montana has lost four of its last six games and sits at five and six since the beginning of 2022 with a previously struggling Idaho squad coming to town. UM lost on a buzzer beater at NAU Saturday, then fell to 10th place Eastern Washington Monday to sit at seven and six in league play, alone in sixth place. Idaho is five and seven and in seventh in the big sky, but plays two games in five days against the Lady Grizz. The Montana State women host Eastern Washington in Bozeman tonight. The MSU men take their 11-game winning streak on the road to play at an Eastern team that beat Weber last weekend. And the Grizz men play at Idaho, a team with three league victories, the latest of which also came over Weber State last Saturday in Moscow. Yo, 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 what's up, Montana? Welcome back. ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. It's Nuana's 
now, and I'm Coulter Nuanez coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, new to Montana. You can find them located at the corner of Stevens and Mount, or you can check them out online. Largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest at nwmsrocks.com. Missed anything in the first hour of the show? Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, the Crystal Redpath. This week, presented by Sleep City, we talked about the Lady Grizz. Can they rebound and get back on track after an embarrassing loss Monday against Eastern Washington? Can Montana State say red hot? The MSU women won 9 out of 10. And don't look now, but there's a couple teams in the league that really have a chance to put up or shut up. Sac State has a realistic chance to surge all the way in to the top four and get a seed in Boise and maybe even make a run at the regular season title in Mark Campbell's first year. Southern Utah, a really hard schedule down the stretch. Can they continue to maintain their spot one of the, as one of the top teams in the league? You can find everything from this week's Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops with Crystal Redpath on the podcast. If you're watching on TV or on YouTube and you don't see me in the studio, it's because I'm out. I'm on my way down to the Roxy, participating in a fun little community event hosted by Rajim Seabrook, showing a very important documentary called Who We Are, all about the history of race in America, and uh, then going to have a little discussion afterwards. So very cool. A precursor to the upcoming Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, which, by the way, we will have several interviews for you here on ESPN Radio. And we will also have other interviews on the trail, 103.3 FM as well. So stay tuned for all of that. But I will not be in the studio for the second hour of the show, but that's okay. We got you covered. Got the whole thing ready to roll and pre-recorded for you. We'll get it kicked off with Around the Big Sky in men's hoops with Sean Rainey. Talk a little high school hoops as well as Big Sky Conference hoops with the sports director at SWX Montana Television. We also are going to hear from Danny Sprinkle, the head coach of the Montana State Bobcats. His squad won 11 in a row and 16 out of 17. Entering tonight's game at Eastern Washington, a pivotal Big Sky Conference showdown. And we'll also hear from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. So stay tuned for all that. Since it's a Thursday, I know this is funny, me giving you something while I'm not actually in the studio, but we got you right now. It's a six-pack and a sandwich, courtesy of Warden's Market. I had a delicious sandwich yesterday. Had a little TBLT, threw it on a baguette. Add a little bowl of tomato soup. It's awesome. Go check out the new deli down at Warren's. It's beautiful. They rebuilt the whole thing. The boards are very easy to follow, and it even reveals more of the deliciousness that they can serve up to you. If you want a chance to win a six-pack and a sandwich from Warren's Market, that's a six-pack of beer of your choice and a sandwich of your choice, give us a call right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. Caller number two, we got a six-pack and a sandwich from Warren's Market of Missoula. Happy now to welcome in a good friend of mine and a good friend of this show, Sean Rainey. He's the SWX Montana Sports Director, and he joins us quite often here on Nuanas Now, but it's been a couple weeks. Rain Man, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, this is kind of just gearing up for the uh, the busy season. Obviously, like, you know, football season's busy and, and things like that, but there's nothing quite as crazy as the Thursday of this week all the way through mid-March just with all the high school basketball tournaments and just so much going on this is definitely the kind of the craziest month of the year I'd say for sure well especially now that high school is doing a variety of district tournaments right like it's always been district at the B and C level but now A and AA have district tournaments as well so it's just way more postseason right starts way earlier yeah so just a whole lot more games we don't you know necessarily dive into the A and B districts as much as we do C just because they're they're more just seeding tournaments for divisionals, which, in my opinion, is a little unnecessary. Like, you have the whole regular season. I mean, we know what the team's records are. Just have the records be the seeding for the divisional tournament. I think it's. I think the district at those levels is a little unneeded, but um, obviously with so many Class C schools, it's always kind of cool to go to these tournaments and 
get to see a lot of schools that you know you don't really get to see as much during the regular season because they're so far away. So. Well, it's always good to shine the bright spotlight on uh, some of the smaller schools in the state as well. Let's talk high school hoops from last night. If you're listening to this, you're listening on ESPN Radio or maybe watching on SWX Montana Television. We are recording this earlier on a Thursday because I have another cool thing I'm doing. I'm, I'm helping out down at the Roxy. There's a, a film about race in America and helping out with a panel discussion down there with Rajim Seabrook who's hosting the thing. And uh, he'll be with us in studio tomorrow, so we'll give you a recap of all that. So if you're looking at an empty studio, if you're listening to two familiar voices, that's what's going on here. I appreciate Sean Rainey from SWX being with us but Sean I was so impressed with my first trip down to watch the Golden Goat it's, it's a great event between Sentinel and Hellgate not only including two basketball games but also an awesome spirit squad competition and uh, just sort of an expression of school pride by both those schools and uh, ABC Fox sort of brokers this thing hosts this thing and, and Ben Wyman did a great job emceeing you were running around doing interviews and shooting videos take us through it. what'd you think I thought it was a very fun night but it looks like you guys were having a lot of fun too oh it's the most it's the most fun high school event of the year um it's just it's so cool the just the energy and the fact that it's been kind of built up now and both schools kind of know what's on the line and it means a lot to all of them and i think that's like the coolest thing about it is that leading up to it both uh both student sections and schools were didn't want to lose like because they were they were worried about it and so just to have the energy, the coordination from, you know, the parents, the teachers, everybody involved. I think it's just a cool experience for everyone. And it certainly did not disappoint. Both student sections and both fan bases showed out. I thought it could have been a coin flip. I thought Sentinel was great. And um, it, it was just, it was a really special night. I was kind of laughing because I was sitting there talking to a couple of our colleagues who, uh, who aren't from Missoula. And I obviously went to high school in Missoula at Big Sky. And I was just laughing about Big Sky is an awesome high school as well, and we love covering Big Sky in sports. But I was just thinking back to my high school days and thinking back to some of the dads that I knew uh, dressing up and participating in dance contests. It ain't happening. It's not happening at all. And uh, that's what I thought was great, too. Those are the adults getting into it as well because you had a bunch of teachers and faculty members and stuff like that from each high school. And so it sort of brings the whole thing together, right? I mean, it was a rocking atmosphere at, the, at Dahlberg Arena. Yeah, it was. And it'll be interesting to see how it, Big Sky gets included moving forward. Um, you know, I think there's talk of whoever loses the Golden Goat that next year, the third the third school will take their spot. Um, I don't think anything is kind of set in stone yet. Um, but obviously, you know, we want to try to include Big Sky as well. This was kind of like an idea that was just brought up by both of those schools, and it kind of just you know was kind of their thing, and they kind of started it you know with us. But obviously, want to you know include everybody and. Uh, yeah, it was just, uh, you're just getting everybody involved. Parents are out there. I remember talking to a couple of them the couple of days leading up to the event, and they're a little, a little nervous about everything that they were asked to do. They're like, man, I hope I can remember all of this. But it takes so much planning and coordination. I mean, the people that were running these things started the first day of school. I mean, and planning this thing for months and months and spending, you know, hundreds of hours with, with it. And so... It's just, it was, uh, it was really special. It was really cool. And it's really, for a lot of people, there's a lot of people that go, the basketball games are going on, but it's almost more the spectacle of stuff rather than the basketball games. And so that's kind of a, a neat aspect to it. Oh, for sure. I was sitting right there in front of the Sentinel student section, and I was just watching all the guys go crazy. You know, some of the football players that they're watching the hoops games, and it was awesome, super fun. Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as maybe you're watching on SWX. And uh, one last question on high school hoops, Sean. Friday night, another big one. Big Sky, much improved. 
and Hellgate flat rolling. Hellgate won for the 10th time in 11 games on Tuesday, knocking off number one Helena Capital. And now, all of a sudden, the Knights tied for the top spot in the Western AA. Well, Big Sky had a big win over Helena High as well. So the Eagles are kind of coming as as well, too. So 7.30, the boys game uh, at Hellgate High School should be a really fun one, right? Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. And we're uh, bringing both of those games to you on SWX. I mean, Big Sky is as talented as any double-A team in the state. Um, they've lost a lot of close games late that kind of skews what their overall record is. I mean, you're looking at some of the other good teams on the eastern side, like Billings West, they lost by two. They lost by a possession to Capital. They've, they've lost a lot of games by one possession. They lost by one possession Belgrade. So, like, Big Sky is, is very, very good, very solid. They can knock off anybody. Hellgate could beat anybody. They can lose to anybody. That's kind of how Double A is this year. It's it's an interesting dynamic and landscape. And I don't I don't mean this as like a disrespectful thing to any of the the players or the athletes across the state that are going right now. But I think Double A is probably down more more so than I've than I can ever really remember it as far as just overall D one level across the state and like just really that upper echelon of teams there's a lot of like really solid teams i also think maybe the floor is a little higher than in the past like there's there's really not the like absolutely terrible team but there's not as many teams that have that high ceiling which makes it very entertaining because anybody could beat anybody at any given time glacier can lose to Sentinel, and then they could go and beat Capital. So it's just there's all those those middle teams, and some of the you know the bottom half can can win any game, and that's what makes this year pretty enticing, double A wise, because any there's a handful of teams that all have a chance to win state this year. No question, and that that is a very good point. I think there's a lot of different teams that are in contention, including several teams from right here in Missoula. So it should be fun to follow all that. John Rainey joining us, SWX Montana Television, here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. And uh, let's talk some Big Sky hoops, Sean. Tonight, a big one for the men Grizz in Idaho, and it's big for a couple of reasons. First of all, Montana's been riding this crazy roller coaster that included losses at Idaho State and Northern Arizona in the span of less than a week, but also good wins over Southern Utah and Portland State. And uh, Idaho don't look now, but they're coming off their biggest win of the conference season. They beat Weber State in Ogden on Saturday. So, uh, first of all, what do you think of just sort of this roller coaster the Grizz have been riding? Because they have a couple wins and a, a one good loss, quote-unquote good loss at Weber State, and a couple bad losses all in the span of the last week or so. Yeah, I thought I thought the Grizz were starting to kind of turn a corner, and then they and then they have like these few really bad losses, and so it's they've been kind of a hard team to figure out. I just think overall, I think that they have they have talent across the board. I just think the issue is. Their, their roster makeup is just not very balanced. So when you get into certain games where you either don't have, you know, full energy or focus or you're not making some shots or, like, little things go wrong, I just think there are some just – they're not as balanced as far as a roster makeup perspective. And what I mean by that is if you look at some of the, the, the teams that competed for Big Sky championships, won Big Sky championships, went to the, the tournament under Travis Secure, they always had all-conference, you know, big guys. Martin Broinig. Batman Krizlovic, Jamar Coe, they're kind of missing that inside presence. And that is a domino effect, a ripple effect, because now Josh Bannon has to be the low-scoring inside presence and really kind of like the big guy. But he should be playing, you know, the four, sometimes the three, 
And then so they're just kind of undersized at every single position. When Bannon's playing the five, he's undersized. And then you have, like, Derek Carter-Hollinger playing the four. He's smaller than other fours. And then Bannon, you know, Beasley's playing the two. He's not the tallest of guys. So they're just, to me, they're just, they're smaller at most positions because they have been searching for kind of like that all-conference big guy. And to me, there's just kind of a ripple-down effect, and it, it creates a roller coaster type of effect. Well, it's always so interesting, too, for me to talk to people that go to these games that, that you know are into the team but maybe don't, like, analyze this all the way down to the minutiae like we do. I mean, we, we dive in the rosters and the stats, and we're watching every single game, and in the ins and outs, we know where all these guys are from, where they're recruited from, all that. There's some fans that are really into Grizz basketball, but that don't just kind of look at it more broadly. And I was talking to one of those people uh, yesterday, actually, and he was like, the thing I can't get over is that Montana only has two types of players. They have a bunch of short guards, and then they have a bunch of skinny posts and there's no real diversity to it he said i wish montana would recruit a guy like 33 on nau that's carson tout who really had a heyday against the grizz or a guy like 21 who's nick mains who's kind of just a tall skinny shooter he's not like a crazy athlete or anything just like a long guy they can play a little d but mostly can just shoot the three ball and i thought it was just a good point i think that montana has good talent they just have almost no roster diversity they have like a whole bunch of the same players and so they don't really have like a bunch of guys that can mesh together and spread you out it is sort of kind of homogenized it's sort of weird yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they just don't have a lot of balance um, roster makeup-wise. I don't know you bring in like a Lonel Martin who is a little bit taller and has some size, but he's kind of more of a shooter and not super explosive, so he doesn't really play. You know, he, he, you just don't really think of him or consider him like a six-five, six-six guy that can guard you know bigger dudes. And so it's always Derek Carter Hollinger who's like the undersized guy that has to guard, you know, bigger guys. And so, yeah, they're just, uh, I think they're just small kind of across the board. And again, I think if you had one dominant big guy that was playing 35 minutes a game, I don't think there would be an issue. I don't think there would be as many comments of like, oh, they have all the same guy. It's just when you don't have that, that big guy that's playing that much time, then everyone else is just playing out of position, which then just enhances all of those, the, the flaws or the lack of roster diversity, as, as you explained. John Rainey from SWX Montana Television joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana TV. Appreciate everybody being here for you on a Thursday. And the Grizz, they play in Moscow tonight. I know Idaho has not been very good this year, but they're coming off a huge win. And then the Grizz get a full week off before they have to go to Southern Utah. And then they have the Bobcats on the horizon as well. So a gauntlet is coming up for Montana. I think that their regular season is going to be defined with a three-game stretch that's at Southern Utah, Montana State coming to Missoula, and Northern Colorado coming to Missoula. But they can't get there until they play tonight. So this is a, this is a big game, even if Idaho is only a three-win team in the league. Yeah, they're all kind of big at this point when you're flirting with seeding and you obviously want to get in the top five and they're, they don't have as big of a cushion as you might think. So, you know, you drop this one and then you really have a lot of pressure as far as Southern Utah and, and Montana state two of the better teams in the league. So you just, you got to get this one, especially, and I would, I would imagine that Montana comes out pretty strong in this one because when they have these games that are more on an Island, and you could devote all of your game planning and all of your energy solely focused into one game. That's when Travis Secure's teams have been their best, is when they're getting their complete focus on these, like, island games. That was like, we've seen this over the years, how hard they play defensively. They always sometimes have played really well on Thursday, and then that Saturday game, it's, it's harder to have all that energy 
coming off of a game on a Thursday, just like we saw them drop that Idaho State game that was on a Saturday sandwiched in between that Thursday and Monday game. And so, to me, having this game more isolated, I would expect that Montana comes out with a lot of energy and uh, plays pretty well tonight. Let's take a look around the rest of the Big Sky real quick before we let you go. Montana State now alone in first place. They've won 11 in a row, 16 out of 17. Weber State is sitting at 11 and 4, and they've lost three in a row. Lost to the Bobcats uh, in Ogden, got ripped by MSU, and then uh, had their three-game losing streak punctuated by not a good loss at Idaho whatsoever. And uh, they also had a loss at Eastern Washington in between. Northern Colorado's crept up, and they're now alone in fourth at 9 and 4. They had a huge come-from-behind win over Southern Utah on Monday, rallied from a 17-point deficit with five minutes to go to win that game 100-95, so no lack of offense in that one. And then you got Montana alone in fifth and Eastern Washington alone in sixth. The Cats and Montana State play tonight. So I got a two-part question for you, Sean. What do you think right now of this top six and the way that they're battling it out? But more importantly, does it really even matter? Because it seems like the regular season title, especially these last two years with the COVID stuff, plus the neutral, neutral site tournament, seems like it's all about Boise. I don't even know if the regular season championship has much clout remaining to it so what do you think of that dynamic what do you think of just this top six in the big sky right now yeah no doubt i don't really i don't really think it matters um the only thing is and this is something that you can't predict because it's the standings are kind of so tight right now is obviously it could fall one way or another based on the bracket where you get you know three of the better teams necessarily on on one side compared to the other but i mean that's just you just don't know how that's going to fall at this point but i don't really like, does Montana State have a better chance of, of winning the conference tournament if they're the one or if they fall to, like, the three? Like, I don't really think it matters. Um, it's all going to just come down to Boise anyways. But that, that game tonight, Montana State at Eastern, that's a sneaky that's a sneaky tough game. Eastern's pretty good at home. They've been playing well as of late. And Montana State, they have a, a long stretch coming up on the horizon. And so that's going to be a that's gonna be a fun, interesting game. I think the Cats are only favored by two in that one. So that one's going to be – just another uh, another road test for Montana State, who I think just when we're talking about that balance of roster, to me they just have just the a really good blend of guys at every single position who have their roles and know what they are, and obviously just a ton of experience with a lot of guys seniors coming back and things like that. But to me, they just have a good – their roster makeup is the most complete in the conference, in my opinion, and that's one of the reasons why I think they're able to rely on different people night in and night out based on, you know, matchups or style of play because they have that balance across their roster. Sean Rainey here on Nuanas Now. And, Sean, it's like rinse and repeat for Montana and Weber State getting 20-win seasons. But this is the first 20-win season we've seen Montana State have, and they already got that 20-win uh, mark – with six games remaining, but they got a gauntlet coming up. They're at Eastern tonight. They're at Southern Utah on Saturday. They're at Montana the following Sunday. Then they have another game against Southern Utah. Sac State at home, and then they complete the regular season with Northern Colorado in Bozeman. This team's won 16 out of 17. They are one of the hottest teams in the country. They sit at number 17 in this week's mid-major poll. That's all to say, is it sustainable? I think that there's a part of me that thinks that Montana State needs to lose one before they get to to Boise, and I think that actually might be good for them. But what say you? Because I also think on the flip side, if Montana State did run the table, that'd be the big, that'd be the best thing for the league because then you'd have a 26 or 27 win team going to the NCAA tournament. But that seems crazy. I don't know if a team's going to win 25 out of 26 games down the stretch uh, to surge in the tournament like that. So would a loss be a bad thing for the Bobcats? Oh, I, I think they're going to drop a couple 
uh, before the before we get to Boise. When you look at some of, I, I, they're a very good team, I, but I don't know how they like. How would you say they stack up against some of like the Big Sky teams of the past that won 25, 26 games? Like I don't, I don't necessarily think they're they're that on that level. Um, I think they're very, very good, but I don't think they're like I don't, I don't think they're better than the the first Grizz team that went and played Michigan. I don't think they're as good as some of the the Weber State teams that we've seen of past years. They they can still go out and prove that they are. If they can go down this stretch, like you just mentioned, and only maybe drop one and then go out and win the conference tournament, um, I think that they, they could prove me wrong and get into that level. But I, I don't know if they're, they're quite that good. They are on a, a crazy streak. They've been able to win late in games, which – shows that they have that experience and they've been able to rely on that and come up with clutch plays late in games. Um, but I don't know. I don't I don't know if they're on that level yet, but it'll be fascinating to see how they close out the, the Big Sky regular season. It's very much like your your analysis of the double-A level. The, the Big Sky, all the coaches around the Big Sky are saying this is the best the league's ever been. I, I wholeheartedly, fundamentally disagree with that. But I do think yeah, that I the premise of the, the league being as even as it's ever been could be true. But you look back at the the past, even just the, the last 10 years that we've covered the league, there's been a variety of guys that are like surefire pros, whether it was you know Brian Qualley and Martin Bruning and Ahmad Rory and Michael Ogini at Montana or Jeremy Seglin and Joel Ballenboy and Jarek Harding at Weber State or even Tyler Hall and Harold Frey at Montana State. You know, Vanke Joyce and Jake Wiley and Bogdan Blizniak and a bunch of great players at Eastern Washington and Jordan Davis and Andre Spite in Northern Colorado. None of those guys play in the league. There's not a player of the caliber of any that I just named in the big sky right now. And I think that's why it's kind of hard to analyze the cats. The one thing about the cats though, is I think they have the ultimate X factor who hasn't had to be an X factor hardly at all in his career. And that's Jabril Bello. I think he is actually the best quote unquote pro prospect. I'm not saying he's NBA because he's not, there's no NBA players in the, in the big sky right now. In fact, there's not ever any NBA players in the big sky conference. That's a misperception of fans. Uh, it's very rare. You have a Damian Lillard. That's a once every 25 years type thing. But I do think Bello is the guy that's going to play the longest if he wants to, but it's all about if he can get in, engaged when he's mad and he's playing with the chip he's really good he's, he's in fact dominant um but sometimes he disappears as well but uh yeah i don't know it's so interesting i just think that unless the cats ran the table in the league and all the way through the league tournament unless that happened every other scenario that we can see if these teams just beat each other up down the stretch and uh, then we have an upset or two in boise i think we're just fast tracking the big sky getting a 16 seed so uh, I, I just really think that that's where the league is at right now the big sky is not better now than it was that is a complete fallacy that is exactly. true it is not the the reason why anybody could beat anybody is because all these top echelon teams are not as good as the top echelon teams in the past exactly that's why that's why they're susceptible to losing to these bottom teams these bottom teams are not any i mean these bottom teams are worse than the bottom teams that we've seen in the past for if sure you're throwing out some of those teams and names out there like, remember when Idaho had, like, Blake and Vic Sanders and stuff? For like, sure. Idaho was the most crazy early. example in the league. I mean, Idaho had legitimately multiple pros on their team very recently, yeah. and then they have just fallen all the way off a cliff. Yeah. Like, the, the, the league was absolutely stacked a few years ago, and it is definitely not that. Of course, just every coach is going to say that now. But to me, it's just, a, it's just the Montana's not as good as they were a few years ago. Weber is, I don't know, they're – probably a little bit worse not you know not exactly the same and then like you like we just said like Idaho's not as good there's these teams 
I just I just think that they're not the, the upper echelon isn't as good, so they're more susceptible to losing to the bottom half. That doesn't mean that the bottom half is better. It just means that the top half isn't as good. That's exactly right. Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television, joining us here on Nuanas Now. We're talking all the way around the Big Sky Conference, around the Big Sky in men's hoops. Sean, appreciate you taking time out on your Thursday here, and uh, probably see you around the sporting world. But uh, either way, probably catch up with you next week as well. Thanks so much for being here. Appreciate it. Love coming on with you, Coulter. ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Coulter Nuanas here, but not here. I'm out down at the Roxy already watching a – Important film, Who We Are, a new documentary that's out as sort of a lead-up to the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. It's coming back to Missoula over the next couple weeks, so we'll have more for that, more on that for you. In the meantime, let's talk some more men's hoops. Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. His team's won 11 straight as they head to Eastern Washington tonight, as well as Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. He's on his way to Moscow. He gives us a quick preview of that game as well. More Big Sky hoops here on ESPN Radio. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. The gala begins for basketball teams across all levels of Montana starting tonight. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. On the prep level, various district tournaments begin Thursday at the Class A, B, and C levels. The Southwestern A tournament kicks off in Dillon, while Shelby hosts the 1B event. The 2B district is in Glasgow, while 3B is in Colstrip, 4B is in Columbus, 5B is in Belgrade, 6B is in Florence, and 7B is in Big Fork. The 2C tournaments are in Sydney, while Wolf Point hosts 3C, Miles City hosts 4C, Red Lodge hosts 6C and Great Falls High hosts 8C. The 9C tournament is in Haver, while the 10C district is in Conrad. 12C is at Butte Central. 13C is in Frenchtown, and 14C is in Ronan. At the college level, the Lady Grizz have a pivotal game against a rival at Dahlberg Arena. Montana has lost four of its last six games and sits at five and six since the beginning of 2022, with a previously struggling Idaho squad coming to town. UM lost on a buzzer beater at NAU Saturday, then fell to 10th place Eastern Washington Monday to sit at. 7-6 and six in league play, alone in 6th place. Idaho is 5-7 and seven and in 7th in the Big Sky, but plays two games in five days against the Lady Grizz. The Montana State women host Eastern Washington in Bozeman tonight. The MSU men take their 11-game winning streak on the road to play at an Eastern team that beat Weber last weekend, and the Grizz men play at Idaho, a team with three league victories, the latest of which also came over Weber State last Saturday in Moscow. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuana 
want us? Coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Take back control of the road with Northwest Motorsport. You can check out the largest inventory of lifted trucks, off-road trucks, and off-road SUVs by visiting online, nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Round the Big Sky men's hoops rolls on. Time now for our Montana State Minute with Danny Sprinkle, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats. If you're listening or watching and you see me, I'm not on TV. It's because I am down at a special event at the Roxy Theater to kick off the Big Sky Documentary Film Festival. Uh, my good friend and our co-host on Fridays, Rajim Seabrook, hosting a little viewing party down there for a documentary, Who We Are, all about the history of race in America, an important discussion to be sure. And uh, so I decided to head on down and support the the good man, Rajim, and uh, be a part of something in the community, which is important to, to me and us at ESPN Radio. So that's why I'm not in studio, but we're still bringing you the best of the best when it comes to sports talk around the state of Montana and around the Big Sky Conference. MSU men's basketball plays at Eastern Washington tonight. Bobcats ride an 11-game winning streak. They've won 16 out of 17 games. They sit at 20 wins already, their first 20-win season in 20 years. So it's been a historic landmark year already for MSU. But can they keep it rolling? Eastern has 12, count them, 12 new players after a mass exodus last year. So it should be an interesting matchup between the Bobcats and the Eagles. I caught up with Danny Sprinkle earlier this week. Okay, now for the latest rendition of the Montana State Minute, presented by J&V Restaurant Supply, as well as Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. Danny Sprinkle joining us, Montana State head men's basketball coach. And, Coach, before we get into yet another victory for your team, 11 in a row now for the Bobcats, i got to ask you about the league because this last weekend in the league, wow, if you like basketball, you like close games, unbelievable. Uh, your game against Portland State, down to the wire. Your game against Northern Arizona, down to the wire. Montana goes to overtime against Northern Arizona and loses. Weber State goes and stubs their toe, loses in Moscow. So right now it's pretty much a free – I mean, Northern Colorado, Southern Utah is one of the best games I've ever seen last night. What do you think of just sort of the, how crazy the league is right now? It is, you know, and, and I've been saying it all year, and I know every other coach is, like, this is the best the league's ever been, you know, in the last 15, 20 years. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with COVID seniors. Yeah, um, yeah. But pretty much every really good player from last year's team, they all came back. Right. And uh, so, I mean, it, it's a tremendous league. And, you know, you show, like University of Idaho, like, they're, they're really good. They can really score the basketball, you know. There's probably about a, a minute of game time where they could have three or four more wins. And so any given night, you know, this league, you know, there's so much talent. You know, I mean, we've won so many close games right now that could have gone either way. You know, and I give our guys credit. They found a way to win those. Um, but that's, you know, th- this tournament is going to be, it's going to be wild. When you have a gr- older guys, what's the thing you notice the most that they can do maybe at a superior level than, than some of the other guys in the league? You know, I just think the experience that people have, you know, just being through some of those moments and, you know, playing in big time environments and games, you know, all those experience help, you know, they, they really do. You know, when it comes down to, you know, winning time and at this time of year, I said like players make plays in February, and March, you know, coaching's coaching, but you got to have guys making shots, you know, and, and thankfully we have. You know, I mean, Raekwon Battle made a huge shot against Portland State that basically won the game, and then he hit a game uh, shot last Saturday against NAU that set up Xavier's. You know, if he doesn't make that, Xavier doesn't have a chance to make that shot. So, you know, it's just, you know, guys making plays and, and being mentally tough enough to sustain the grind this time of year. 
Well, the, the it has fact, been a long season. For sure. It's definitely been a long season, but it's been so fun to watch. And, you know, you mentioned some of the, the top returners, and that's one factor, but then there's also been this whole group of impact transfers, too, whether you're talking about Cody McEwen at Weber State or Jalen Cohen running Arizona or Raekwon Battle, like you're talking for you guys, Mikey Dixon at Idaho. I mean, there's been some of the, the top scorers in the league have been uh, transfers, too. So what have you thought of the impact those guys have had? Because it seems like they've really had an impact just on the landscape of the league as well. No, no question. And, uh, you know, look at Eastern Washington. Right. You know, the fourth guys that they brought in, you know, are, play, are tremendous players and all-league type players. And so, you know, I mean, Jalen Cohen, I mean, he was really good in the ACC. You know, Kobe McEwen was first-team All-Mountain West as a sophomore and then went to Marquette and averaged 13 a game. You know, and that's it, – it shows you how deep and how talented this league is. And that's why I was saying, you know, in the last 15 to 20 years, like, this is the best the league's ever been. No doubt about it. Dane Sprinkles, Jonas, Montana State. Men's basketball coach here on Nuanas now. Hey, Coach, I want to ask you this. This is actually just for a profile that I'm doing, but uh, we'll let the radio listeners listen to it as well. But I think that uh, it's so interesting. I sent a couple guys out to your game on Saturday that hadn't watched it yet this year, and one of my photographers was texting me. He's like, hey, I just heard in the huddle, he said, Jabril Bellow's got a, a British accent. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's from Great Britain. I said, so's Amin Adamu, and so's Great Osamar. And he said, what? He said, why are all these guys from Great Britain? And I know, I know, just because of the connection with Chris Haslam and everything. But what do you think those guys sort of add to the team? Because it is sort of interesting that they are, um, when, you, when you hear them talk, you're like, oh, that guy's from a different place. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of funny. You seem so much smarter and eloquent when you have a British accent. But what have you thought of just being around those guys and sort of learning about uh, different culture from over the pond? Yeah, they're they're awesome, you know, and they're they're tremendous. Not only they're they're all really really good players, but they're they're awesome off the court. You know, like they, they love being here. They're they engulf themselves in the community, you know. But they're they're fun to be around. It makes our locker room better. It makes our locker room tighter, you know. And not just those three. You know, Borja from Spain, totally. You know, Abdul and Kalantines from Canada. Like we have guys from everywhere, and it's it's important to me because you know. Alex Germer from Missoula, you know, he's with six guys, for international guys. Tyler Patterson from Seattle, you know, Raekwon Battle. Like, everybody has a different story, and to kind of mesh all those together has been pretty special. Well, when I talk about this, the, the culture of a college campus, I, I think that some people, that's lost on them, just how important that is to have people from all over the place, because that's what college is all about, right, is just learning about life and learning about people from different backgrounds and how to acclimate and, and work with people from, from all over the place. No question. And I, and I think, you know, President Cruzado's done an unbelievable job of that. You know, I mean, half of our student population is, is out of state. Right. You know, and I mean, we're almost at, we're 18, 19,000. And the energy on campus and the exposure that we have nationally now, I mean, we're, we're one of the only schools during COVID. We had to, like, literally turn people away. You know, I mean, everybody was still trying to come here. You know, and obviously it's been awesome for the community of Bozeman. And, you know, I mean, just the energy around the whole, you know, city and campus has been awesome. One last, a couple weeks ago, I think, when Montana State's women hosted Portland State, uh, they did a uh, No More Missing Sisters initiative, which I thought was great. Yeah. And uh, Cola Badbear really leading the way on that, and she's one of the most proud uh, Montana Native American basketball players that we have. I know Raekwon Battle comes from a similar background as well, so um, how have you made that part work? Because it seems like he's really acclimated to the Bozeman community and, and everything, too, after transferring from Washington. He has. He has. He, he's got an unbelievable personality. I mean, he he attracts little kids and people. Like he, oh, yeah. he's got that infectious personality. It's awesome because you know he has family in the Billings area, and so you know a lot of people from you know from Billings and Harden and Lodgegrass. You know they come to the games. You know he's got the biggest following in every game. 
If you look behind our bench, usually there's about 30 people every game just to watch Raekwon. And uh, it, it's been awesome. You know, and like Cola, he has an immense amount of pride, you know, in the Native American community. And, uh, you know, he, 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 he's been tremendous. And, you know, and he, he accepts that role, you know. Like, and we've, I've talked to him about, like, it, it is pressure, you know. And the way he represents, you know, the Native American community, you know, the reservation he's from his family in Montana like that that's important to him and hopefully all those little kids see his success and want to be just like him thanks Pringles joining us Montana State men's basketball coach and it is it's so true and I think that that's what's so cool right now about basketball in Montana across the scope because you have Lodgegrass and Lame Deer and Browning and Harden and all these teams yeah. from the reservations that are just tearing it up I mean I'm checking Twitter every night. How many points did Lodgegrass score tonight? Because they're yeah. threatening 100 every awesome. time out. It's awesome, man. And I think it's cool that those guys have uh, sort of college college heroes to look up to. And uh, both Raekwon and, and Cola doing a great job setting the example for sure. Well, Coach, let's talk about uh, this last weekend. We talked about the Portland State game. Raekwon Battle hits a big shot. Northern Arizona, Raekwon Battle hits another big shot. So just his specific role, how have you been able to to help him and sort of aid him? And what have you thought of his ability to just always be ready and, and be this clutch guy for you down the stretch. Yeah, he, he's been phenomenal. I think the last eight games, he scored double figures. And, uh, you know, he's, for, for him coming from being such a highly regarded recruit and coming from a Pac-12 school, like, he didn't come in entitled. You know, like, he, and he told me numerous times when I met with him, just, Coach, I'm here to learn. You know, and we've had, like, we've had some knockdown dragouts. Like, we've had to go at each other a little bit, you know, because I, I had to develop his habits into where I knew he could be a great player night in, night out. And he still has, he still has so much potential. He's going to get better and better and better. But he, he's really bought into our culture. He's really bought into our style of play and, you know, taking good shots. Because when he's taking good shots, he, he's, he's really, really hard to guard. And, uh, you know, defensively, he's made huge strides. Um, you know, he's been one of our, you know, best rebounders at the guard spot, you know, the last 10 games. And so we're going to need to continue to, you know, help him along the way. But he, he's completely transformed our team the last eight, nine games. Montana State Minute presented by J&V Restaurant Supply, as well as Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. And, Coach, the world's, the word's out. It's already been out, but the word is definitely out now. You guys are up to number 17 in the mid-major poll. And uh, this last weekend, if there was, ever was evidence of taking everybody's best shot, I think you got it from both NAU and Portland State. So now here you are, won 16 out of 17, 11 in a row. So what's the most challenging part about maintaining this hot streak you guys are on? Paying rent today. Yep. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't get ahead of yourself. You know, teams are too good in our league, and there's, there's too much basketball left. You know, we have to focus on getting better today, preparing to play Eastern Washington on Thursday. And I think our, our veteran guys have done a really good job of, of that kind of staying in the moment, being present, and just weren't, hey, just win today. Better today, and then tomorrow, let's see what we can do. Because we still have, we have so much room to grow. You know, you saw both of our games, like, we, we were really sloppy. We were very fortunate to win both those games last week. Um, we had some guys really step up and make plays that got us a lead big enough to where we could hold on. Uh, but our, our end of game stuff has got to improve. And, uh, you know, the scary thing is it was multiple guys, both games. And so there's every single person on the team, including me coaching them. You know, I, we all got to get better. Well, the time is now because the stretch upcoming it's the gauntlet. You guys are at Eastern Washington Thursday, at Southern Utah on Saturday, at Montana the following Sunday, and then you got uh, a little showdown with Northern Colorado on the horizon as well. But I know that's a long ways away. I know you're focused on the here and now, but what do you think of this upcoming road trip? Yeah, you know, I mean, we're going to have to play our best two games. 
you know, I mean, starting Thursday, you know, Eastern Washington is really, really talented, especially on the offensive side. They can really score the ball, and they can put you in some different situations where they, you know, they really stress your defense. And so we got to be, you know, we got to be on point, you know, with our switches or our ball screen defense, and, and especially rebounding the basketball because uh, you know, and winning in Cheney's hard. You know, winning anywhere on the road in the Big Sky is hard. Uh, but when you have an offensive team that can pose some problems like they do, you know, we 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 have to be a lot sharper than we have been, you know, the last four or five games. Last thing for you, then on a non-basketball note. Los Angeles Rams win the Super Bowl. I know you spent a lot of your time in L.A., so that was probably a fun one for you. I'm sure you know a lot of people that were in and around the game. But from a conference perspective, I thought it was so cool because, you know, I've covered Cooper Cup as much as anybody. You type you type Cooper Cup in Skyline Sports, I think you're going to get about 95 results because that's how good he was. That's how much we wrote about him. But what do you think that does for the league? Because he's sort of given the, the Big Sky Conference this huge platform. First time a guy from the Big Sky has ever scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And, oh, by the way, he's the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. It, it shows the talent in both football and basketball, women's basketball, volleyball. Like it's it's a really good league with really good players. Uh, but it's it's awesome that you know that the big guy can get some notoriety off him. You know, and I, the one thing I will say is don't don't be surprised if you see a kid in four or five years that played at Montana State playing in a Super Bowl and he was number fifteen on our football team. Right. You know, he's no he's a special player like Cooper Cup was. You know, and Troy Anderson, like he's a tremendous kid, worker, like. And, you know, I, I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if I see him, you know, getting some of those same accolades that Cooper Cups get. No question about it. I feel so fortunate to have covered both those guys in such a short span of time because they are absolutely tremendous and transcendent talent. Danny Sprinkle. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe you're the key to their success. <laughs> they got to break you off of a little. <laughs> help you out. Hey, man, that, that's just what I love about the job because the thing about those two guys, too, the, the nicest, most humble dudes you'll ever meet. Yeah, I could call Cooper Cup right now. You know, I could call Cooper right now and be like, what's up, man? He'd be like, how you doing? How's your family? Because he's so, so humble. It is awesome to see the way that they work. Dave Sprinkle, Montana State men's basketball coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now. Coach, best of luck this weekend, and then we'll catch up with you next week. Thanks so much for being here. You got it. Thanks, man. Go Cats. Montana State Minute presented in part by J&V Restaurant Supply. J&V Restaurant Supply has an awesome new commercial with Montana State women's basketball point guard Darian White. Super cool. Getting some of that NIL stuff out there. I know there's some controversy about it. Whatever. Let the kids be kids. And if they're talented and they have an ability to endorse something, I mean, whatever. If there's talented enough kids out there to cut ads, we'd let them do it. I mean, and there are. So why not? I don't know. I think that college is all about exploration and development and all that sort of stuff. So I think it's great. Appreciate J&V Restaurant Supply for being a part of what we we do here at Nuanas now in the Montana State Minute. Also presented by Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor. He's your go-to guy for all your real estate questions in the Helena area. Whether you're looking to buy or sell, Jake Dubeck, your Montana realtor, proud supporter of the Montana State Minute with Danny Sprinkle each week here on Nuanas now. Montana has been riding a roller coaster lately. They went 0-2 last weekend, lost at Weber State and at Idaho State, bounced back last Monday with a big win over Southern Utah, then fell at home to Northern Arizona, another bad loss, but then rebounded again and beat Portland State in Missoula on Saturday. They play at Idaho tonight, and then they have a long stretch before they prepare to play Montana State on a Sunday for the first time, I think, ever. Definitely in my time covering the Montana-Montana State rivalry in men's basketball. But the Grizz, they got a big one tonight. They're 10-5 and in league play. They sit alone in fifth place in the conference. You heard Sean Rainey earlier this show sort of diagnose the ins and the outs. Here's Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. We recorded this right before his coach's show at Thin, so uh, we were sort of pressed for time. So we only got about four minutes from Riley, but it's always good stuff whenever Riley joins us here on ESPN Radio. So enjoy. 
coming to you from Finn one more time this week. You're listening to this on Thursday. We're recording on a Tuesday. Just a quick hitter. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, doing what he does best, helping us preview the upcoming games for the University of Montana. Montana at Idaho today as you're listening to it. So uh, that's why we're pre-recording it because Riley's likely on a bus as you are actually listening to this. But uh, Grizz going to Moscow, Montana. Uh, it's been a little bit up and down the last couple weeks, but here they are now coming off another good win over Portland State on Saturday. So 10 league wins for the Grizz. And uh, this is, even though Idaho only has the three conference victories, it's a big one for the Grizz in Moscow because Idaho coming off of a huge win over Weber State. And they're a different team at home too. I mean, they beat South Dakota State, who's 22-4. and four. They took Long Beach State to the brink, who's winning the Big West and they beat Weber State. I mean, that obviously catches the attention. They're playing at home in a brand-new arena, so they have some more juice when they play at home. And as we know, this team is very talented, and not to knock the other teams that they've had in years past, but way more talented than they've had the last two or three years. You know they're capable. They have offensive scoring across the board. Mikey Dixon did not score against Brandon Whitney the first time here. You would probably have to think that would change a little bit. So with all that being said, this is a big game, and I think for Montana, too, this is their only game in a 10-day span. We talked about this uh, on the show earlier this week, but this is an opportunity for them to get fresh, get confidence, and start that postseason run. And, and tonight's a massive game for this team to prove the up-and-down nature that we've seen the last two weeks that steady the ship a little bit and beat a team that you're supposed to and go get a road win. So interesting to think because Mikey Dixon was uh, not noticeable when he was in Missoula because Brandon Whitney eliminated him. Is that sustainable? What do you think that matchup this in this one? I think it's going to be fascinating to see just the adjustments from both, right? Game two to game one. I mean, 21 days is all that it's been. Mikey Dixon still can put up 20 points per game. Cervante Anderson's been a really big piece. But I still think, I mean, not to overlook any other matchup, but that's the matchup of this game. It's the best defender in the league. It's one of the top five scorers, plain and simple. And uh, I, I think how Idaho tries to adjust and get Mikey Dixon shots is going to tell the story in this game for Montana offensively. I want to see how they can find some some consistency maybe when the three-point shot isn't going. When they can hit threes, obviously it's going to be good. How do they generate consistent offense? It's going to be big against a team. Let's just call it what it is. Idaho is one of the worst defensive teams in the country. This is a real get-right opportunity, I think, for Montana on the road. Especially after the ups and downs of the last little while. And then Montana has this weekend off, too. So a little uh, much-needed break coming up for the Grizz. So just the scheduling right now is big for Montana, too. Well, and especially when you think about the next two games. They'll be at Southern Utah next Thursday, and then they welcome in the Cats the following Sunday. So th- this is big, a big game. And you look at, obviously, how this league is shaping out. You need to take care of business against the bottom half of the league. Montana slipped up a couple of times, but it's another good opportunity for them to get a win against an Idaho team. But... As we all know, this time of year, it's scary. We talked about Northern Arizona earlier this week. This is an opportunity for teams to make their season. And I think that Idaho, absolutely, if they can say they beat Weber State and Montana back-to-back, that, that's laying the laying the foundation for what they can do in the future. So it's a big game. It's kind of an under-the-radar game. I know everybody's going to be talking about Montana State and Eastern Washington for good reason. This is a really big game, I think, under the radar for both programs. Coaches are rolling in. Travis Takir is here. We're down at Finn, so that means Riley's got to go. Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corker, joining us here on Nuanas Now. You can always find all his stuff on the Grizzly Radio Network as well as the Inside of the Den podcast. And also, maybe you need a, some lunch on a Tuesday. Come down to Finn at noon and uh, come hang out with Travis DeCure and uh, Brian Holsinger and uh, the one and only Voice of the Grizz. Thanks for being here, man. Always appreciate it, Colter. So there you go. Voice of the Grizz, Riley Corcoran, here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. We'll take you home here on a Thursday, let you know what's going on tomorrow. Right after this, keep it right here, 102.9 FM, ESPN Missoula. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. 
You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. What's up, Montana? New on is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much for being with us here on a Thursday. Another big day of Big Sky Conference hoops action coming at you. Also some big-time high school games both tonight and tomorrow. The district tournaments around the state of Montana underway for the Class A, B, and C levels. So we'll have updates for you for that both tomorrow and throughout the rest of the week. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can always go check out the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest by visiting Northwest Motorsport online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. If you're watching on TV or on YouTube, you notice I'm not in the studio. Well, it's because I'm not there. I am participating in a little debut film down at the Roxy this evening. Uh, that then is followed by a Q&A, a little panel discussion. So very fun to... Uh, Engage with some fellow members of the community and uh, have an important discussion uh, about the documentary, who we are, and the history and dialogue of race in America. So very excited to share some of those thoughts and experiences with you guys tomorrow as well. Big Sky Documentary Film Festival, by the way, starts in Missoula over the weekend. and runs for the next two weeks, so there'll be all sorts of awesome films all throughout the community. So go check them out. It's a great part of living in the Garden City, great part of cultural immersion, and you're going to learn a lot of stuff too, very educational. So uh, please go check all that out and stay tuned. We'll have interviews here on Nuanas Now about the Big Sky Doc Fest. If you missed anything in this show, we had Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, the Crystal Red Path for the first hour, like we do each and every Thursday here uh, on ESPN Radio this time of year. So we went over all the games in the league. The Women's League is heating up. Very fascinating. Sac State got an opportunity for, to make a surge here. So does Southern Utah. And, of course, Montana Lady Grizz, they got a huge one in Missoula tonight against Idaho. Back-to-back games for Montana against Idaho, or I guess two games in the span of five days uh, against the Vandals. So Montana, they, they're in a situation where they got to get something done. they got to win one tonight uh, because if not, and Idaho takes momentum into the matchup against Montana in Moscow, holy cow, then all of a sudden that game could be for that sixth place spot, and you don't want to be spiraling this time of year with the tournament less than a month away. We also talked around the big sky in men's hoops. Sean Rainey, SWX Montana Television, swung by. So did Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. And we heard from Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz. You want to find anything and everything from today's show? You always can on the Nuanas Now podcast, available on all your podcast hosting platforms. Rate, review, subscribe, five stars is always appreciated. The Nuanas Now podcast proudly presented by the Advocates as well as Sports Bet Montana. We'll be back at it tomorrow. We'll have a full recap of everything that goes down tonight over there at the Roxy. We'll also have a full recap of everything that goes down in the Big Sky Conference in both the men's and women's leagues. We'll have some high school scores for you. And, of course, Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, will swing by as well. We'll also have a whole bunch of free stuff for you, including a giveaway from the AC Hotel and maybe something else as well. Still working on some things here. Well, we appreciate you being here today, and uh, thank you so much for all the support today and always. We'll be back at it tomorrow, 4 p.m. We'll meet you here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. This has been Nuana's Now, your favorite daily sports talk show. See you tomorrow. Have yourself a wonderful evening. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana. 
by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get Commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 